The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. I mean, when nobody is watching, I'm really good at it. Oh, man. But the problem is, I shouldn't admit this. I shouldn't admit this on on the show because, you know, I have so much confidence in everything. I would be... I'd be I'd be nervous. Greg, we admit a lot of things. Everyone would ag- agree that they would think that you'd be nervous. <laughs> no, I don't think would anyone think that. would be like, "Oh, Greg's gonna walk in there and just be like, oh, everything's fine." Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I think I would be nervous, but I really want to do it. It's like been a dream forever. You absolutely should. But we need to make sure that you're prepared enough. Uh, well, I'm not prepared. I have to pass the test. Yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And one thing you can do is go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link, and sign up for a free trial, giving you two free audiobooks by going to funemploymentradio.com. And clicking on the audible oh, link. I'm in the, the final 30 minutes of my um, of my Sue Grafton book. I'm on E is for Evidence. I think next is going to be F is for Fugitive, which I've already downloaded. I'm very excited about it. But I, don't, I still don't know who the killer is. So it's just about ready to be revealed. But I decided to put it on pause until after the show today. So just um, wanted to let you know. Boy. Uh, I just finished the book that actually uh, one Keelan King gifted me on Audible, which was Swarm Star Force. And, uh, and I liked it. Um, I don't know if the next one is available even on there. Uh, so I think I'm looking for another one right now. No, I'm pulling it up because I wanted to see. So so Swarm Star Force uh, was uh, a huge thank you to Keelan because you know how much I love sci-fi. And this one was about an alien. Did you like it? It was an alien ship that shows. Actually, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's there's aliens and there's ships. I am shocked that something Keelan recommended to you for both of you has something, called has something Star to do Force. with space and aliens. Yeah. So I'm, I'm bouncing around. So if you have recommendations, uh, go ahead and send those in to me. Um, would love to love to hear your sci-fi recommendations. I know that a lot of people have sent them to me and I've promised that I would listen to certain ones and then I forget. And so um, I'm sorry I forgot if you'll send them to me again. That would oh. Because oh. I, uh, I have my credit. You know our, so. our pal Trudy in, um, in Florida is now yes. also listening to Sue Grafton as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Everybody's into the Sue Grafton trade. Nope. The Sue I, Grafton I just like train. it. It's like it's it's pleasant. I like the woman's voice who reads them. And like, you know, that you can listen to them, but they're not like so involved to where you have to like pay all the attention. Yeah. Like if it, it keeps running for like a minute and you're just like, mm-hmm. I might have missed something. Might have not. It's okay. all right. Let's just keep going. All right. Yeah. Well, there we go. Go to funemploymentready.com. Click I'm on sorry the that's not about space, Greg, or... Or aliens or anything like that. Space and aliens. Space and or aliens are always good. Ge- generally speaking, I like the combo of space and aliens. That's definitely something. I like the I like the alien races when that, when that happens. I like the alien races in the books. Okay, that's an, my What I'm talking about is boring. That I almost fell asleep with my eyes open. Aliens. All right. Um, let's go ahead. And talk about this. Do you want to talk about your adventure that we didn't get to talk about? Sure. Let's let's talk about that. And then we'll, we need to come back to your thing because I I want to help you help yourself, Greg. And maybe everybody out there can help me too. Mm-hmm. So we're we'll get back to that what we were bringing up at the beginning. But let's talk about an adventure that Sarah had that we never got a chance to talk about because of all of the incidents. Well, the one incident that happened, and then uh, going to New York and all that. Oh yeah, that was right after the incident. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get a chance to uh, discuss 
what an adventure Sarah went on. It's true. Previous to all of this. So as you know, we've got a fine sponsor on this show, uh, one of our fine sponsors, and that is Black's Pest Services, blackspestservices.com. Uh, we love them. They're a great sponsor, and they've been helping out a lot of people. Uh, which is very cool. So if you have anybody you know or would be in need or should have something looked at, even an inspection when it comes to pest services, uh, give them a call uh, or go to their website, blackspestservices.com, and, and schedule an appointment. Because there may just be a chance that you see a member of Fun Employment Radio showing up. Well, at least That's one time. That's true. Well, at least it happened once. Well, two of our friends saw a, a member of Fun Employment Radio All show right. up. <laughs> so Sarah... What exactly did you do? So I got to do a ride-along with Derek from Black's Pest Services. Um, so I guess, was it last week? Uh, I'll let you f- determine that. I don't I, know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, after the incident. Right, it was after like, the I incident. Kind of that was two lost, weeks. Yeah, I kind of lost, like, track of time uh-huh. during that period. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so met up with Derek, and I got to do a, light, a ride-along with him um, for both a commercial property, and then I got to go with him to a residential property, who just so happened uh, to be a residence that is owned by two of our friends, Maria and Dennis. So, wait, let's get back to the beginning. So, when you go out on the service call, like, uh, so Derek shows up, and he's in, like, the, the pest control truck? He was in the pest control truck. So, he actually came and picked me up from the studio, and, and so he's like, all right, I'm going to pick you up at this time. So, I ran down, and I didn't know if I was going to be, like... In his car or something, and then I looked, and there was a huge, like, awesome, shiny Black's Pest Services van outside. And I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, a van. Yeah, it was a van, and it said it on the side. Like, I got to ride in the Pest Service van. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and so when I first got into the thing, there was a box sitting on the seat, and Derek's like, all right, Sarah. He's like, here's your shirt. He's like, why don't you put on this shirt? And You, can you got a, a shirt? No, Yeah, I got to wear a shirt and a hat. So, oh, like, wow. A, a ball cap. So it's almost like not only... You know, and we'll talk about what the adventure was, but it's also kind of like you're going undercover. It was like you're like an undercover person. Be like, it's like it reminded like me an of undercover. That, like, re- you were an undercover reporter, like the undercover boss show. You know, like yeah. when you go in. Except and you're, you're not the boss. Though. I'm not the boss. Yeah, at all, but right. I know. So Derek, but tell you know, me I, how you like your job. How do you feel about the management of the job? But they wear like disguises yeah. and stuff. Don't they, they do. I yeah. got. I'm not gonna. I got addicted to that show for a while. I watched a lot oh, of those Greg. episodes of Undercover Boss, and they were all the same. I was and- wondering why you were so quick to correct me. Like that's not exactly how it is. <laughs> that's completely different from Undercover Boss, which is an amazing show. No, it's not an amazing show. But I, but I would watch it. Like, there's such a regiment of Undercover Boss. The first one he goes to, it's some hardworking guy who's working his way up, and then he's trying to get. Get uh, you know he's he has a goal in mind, but there's something that's always held him oh, back from boy. following his dream, and he's telling the boss, "But I love this job, but I come in here and I give it my all every day." It's like, all right, and he's inspired. Then the next one, they go and they they'll talk to some woman who's either screwing up or a guy who's screwing up, and he'll get mad and be like, "We need to do something right. Something's not working here." He's mad at the management. And then the last one is the inspiring story about some lady who's taking care of her 19 children all by herself, and she's got her. Her mom at home, and then you know, there's nobody else in the picture. But her dream is oh my to God, open I'm up fall- a Greg. jewelry store and and or a franchise. And then the boss is like, "I'm going to donate five thousand dollars to you to start your store." And there, that's every undercover boss. Oh wow! Yep. So it always has to be like the saddest story gets the money. Yeah, the saddest story gets okay. the money. Like if you ever think you're so on you an episode of like- Undercover Boss, tell some sad sop story. Reach deep into yourself yes. and find the most depressing things the because most that's de- how you'll get funded for your dreams. Because if it makes it on air, the boss is going to look like a jackass if he doesn't give you some money. Oh, that's true. So I have just make it in here every day. I work two other jobs besides this one just to make it by because this one doesn't pay enough. But I still love it, and I'm here every day uh, just just working hard for my family. I do it for my kids. 
I do it for my kids. Okay. You know, I want to give them a future. I want to give little Lulu a future. Can I, I make up give, like fake? I want to give Timmy a future. <laughs> yeah. I want to give 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 a. How closely you know, do they check about these alleged alleged kids? There'll be a little B-roll of children, but who yeah. knows whose kids they are? It could have been somebody else's. I could borrow Eloise. Be you like, borrow Eloise. Looks, she my, looks a lot like me. My <laughs> little Eloise. Oh yeah, see Lulu. There we go. Mm, I uh, yep. do it for my little. I do it for Eloise. my little Lulu. No, but I will have to call her Lulu. Because mm-hmm. that, that's Eloise's nickname, which is the cutest. Like, I, I don't even call her Eloise anymore. It's just always, like, if mm-hmm. you see her, she's Lulu. Your niece? Yeah. Like, oh, my little Lulu. Like, is there, where's the dad in the picture? He's not in the picture. But it's okay. I'm both mother and father. Right, and I just want to raise her right, and that's why I'm here every I day. I do. I'm inspired so by this story, even though. You want to give me money now? Story. I do want to. Yeah, see? That's how you do it. That's so great. if you're on Undercover Boss, that's what you got to okay. do. Okay, well, I was not on Undercover Boss, yeah. but I did get to go undercover. Okay. Um, so one of the first places we went to was this um, Indian restaurant, and it was super. And he actually said specifically he wanted to bring me there because he wanted to show uh, like how they were doing this right. Uh-huh. He's like, this is one of the cleanest places that we go to. He's like, but I want to check and see. So it was pretty cool to go in because I've worked in a lot of kitchens, and oh, around a lot of kitchens. I mean, I worked in a lot of restaurants, and it was neat to see like all the steps that these like the business goes through to make ensure that you know something isn't going to be like dirtied or like there won't be pests anywhere yeah so like he which is important different- which is very important it is so uh he was showing me like different corners where they put uh like the different traps like they're um like fruit fly traps uh-huh. because a lot of you know especially working in the in the food service industry right. near sinks there can be a lot of I don't know how you avoid it yeah exactly but um so they can monitor so not only do these traps like catch bugs but they can also monitor like what areas there are uh, there are seeing a higher concentration of them interesting which in so this they can place find the source or find the yeah and then he has like this little thing um it's like this magic little thing that almost looks like a um like the uss enterprise okay from and it's like this flat like thing. a little it's kind of shaped like a little enterprise like um like a star trek ship huh and it has a date on it and basically it just start date. yeah you Put the date on it, and then it like kind of monitors like how long each of the things has been there, and when to like change them out. That was okay, pretty cool. Yeah, and this place is like really clean. So he was showing me like where places would be like that there would be ants or and different kinds of ants. Ants are fast, and, and Derek told me a lot about it. Derek knows his his stuff. Yes, I learned so much about ants. Yeah, we talked a lot about them. A lot about ants. A lot about ants. Did you know that ants' stomachs are the third ball? I did not. They're not the thorax. Yeah, or the thorax. Like it's the it's the last one. Yes. And by ball, I mean like on their body. Like yes. you know how they're like. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're the third ball. That's, yeah. how, that's how ants are made of balls. Did you know they that? They are made of balls. Ants are, ants are made of balls. That's a technical. So their term. stomach is in their third ball. Uh, and then like uh, he was telling me about experiments where they would put like sugar water out like so, like art, an artist would and dye the sugar water different colors and then – when they shined a light, like shone a light on the ants, then their stomachs would glow, whatever color it was, because it would just be inside of their. Oh, weird! Yeah, it's full of sugar water. Yeah, weird. Yeah, and there are all kinds of things about like queens, and there's like a, one queen for every thousand ants. Okay. And um, yeah, it was just just all these interesting fun facts. So we did that. So we went to the commercial place, and then it was time to go out to Vancouver. Where I got to hang out with Dennis and Maria, which um, they're two long. You're allowed friends. to say their names on here. Yeah, they're okay. two longtime friends of the show. Okay. Um, so that was really cool, and they have two adorable dogs. There's Pepper, and then I'm. Why am I blanking on the other one? I cannot remember. And crap. It's okay. It's two okay. Fuzzy They'll dogs. forgive you. They'll yes. forgive you. What? It, what? 
Uh, nothing. I'm just making sure that I get that. I think I said the name wrong. Blackspestservices.com. Yeah. Yeah. Just to make sure I said that. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, I got out there. So, that was really cool. So, um, so you're at Dennis Marie's Dennis house. Dennis Now, what were they, what was their issue? such a nice house. Yeah? Yeah. Were you snooping? I didn't snoop. I did a little. Did you do a little snooping? No. You, were you they, left on your own at the house? No. So, how does it work? You show up at the house, and this isn't something they would do. Black's Pest Services is something Sarah would do. Uh, so, you show up at the house, and they'd like, like, hey, come on in. What was no? What was really cool? So first, tell me where what the Derek problem first is. did oh. was did an outside assessment because you know um, Dennis and Maria were like, all right, hey, so we want to see if anything's getting into the house. Then we'll go into the house to see if there's anything in there. Gotcha. So what was cool is the first thing Derek does is that he did a perimeter. Did check. they know it was you because you were undercover? No, they they're like, who's that weird girl in the ball yeah. cap? Oh, I could not tell. I'm here for blackspestservices.com. I love ants. <laughs> uh, did you know that their third ball is their stomach? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Claudia with <laughs> Blacksmith Services. I should have just worn a fake mustache. <laughs> so what they do first is do a perimeter check. So he would look up at the um, at the beams of like where um, the roof would hit like the the side panels of the house. And see if there are any gaps where, like, there could be any squirrels or birds or anything getting yes, in. Yes, which I had at my house. Yes, you have one in your backyard. I know. He, that little bird hole. I was telling yeah, him about it. it. I'm like, Greg has a bird hole in his backyard because there are birds in there every spring. And he's like, well, why doesn't he just not, you know, why doesn't he cover it during the winter when there aren't any birds in the bird hole? I'm like, I don't know. He's not that bright, Derek. Anyway, so looked up. So he was assessing that. All of that was good because they were all sealed off. And then you go along the side, the side panels of the house. Where you look at those little um, those little window air take air intake things that are usually along the ground. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And what he did is he's and he's like you have to test those to see if they're sturdy enough because a mouse can fit in a hole through the size of your pinky, and a rat can fit through a hole the size of your thumb. Ew, gross. So he's like, if those have any give in them, like you have to check to make sure. That there isn't any give because that's how they can get into the house. Oh, like, man. And it's that small of a space. Wow. Yeah, so we got to go through there and we went all around the house and he was like poking all the different things and everything. And then went into. Was anything getting in? Getting in? No, they didn't have anything in there. And uh, then went into. He has like a whole like workshop that my dad would have been so envious of. It's uh-huh. huge. It's like this really awesome yeah. workshop in there. A uh, question uh, since you are now, you know, basically half pest service employee. Mm. Uh, Mike asks, is bird hole a professional term? You knew what it was, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's slang. Yeah. Yeah. So did, so did that. Then we ended up uh, going inside. Oh, my gosh. Maria and Dennis also have like the best liquor collection. Their liquor collection. Of course, you went in and snooped their liquor. No, collection. No, they showed it to me. They have all. You would have loved it. I actually took a picture of one of them. They have these like super expensive like tequilas, uh-huh. like these imported like really fancy ones that come in like their own boxes and oh, stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, you would have nice. been really impressed. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and all different kinds of like liqueurs and stuff. So that was cool. And then there were dogs. That was awesome. Uh, so we went upstairs because there's a crawl space. Up in the attic, like little attic space, and uh-huh. so we went in because their their house had been pretty well sealed off. There weren't any problems then, until they have you a crawl the, space in their attic. Yeah, it's like an attic area, and then there's like a door, and okay. then that's where like the you've seen mine because uh, and you can watch mine for the Nightmare at Nibblers, which is free on YouTube. Have uh, you ever had free on front of Derek come check out your crawl space? No, because then I have to move stuff to get in, and I'm afraid of what's going to be in there. Oh boy, well that's going to have to be. The next thing that he does, not, not until because have, haven't you said that you've ready. heard things in there before? That was it's it's been a while. 
I think with last time it, when you opened, blocking off the bird hole may have helped out with that. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> is the last time you got in there when we did the Nightmare at Nibblers? No, I've gotten in there before. What I was going to ask, it's, it's not about me. I was just going to ask, is there's, does there seem creepy? Does no, there crawl hole seem there wasn't, there crawl wasn't creepy at it all. It wasn't creepy? No, it was full. Cause, so uh, not everybody's crawl spaces are creepy? Because Maria's very crafty, you know, so she has all of her crafts, like um, – like all different kinds of like yarns and sewing machines and things. Okay. So they just have they have like stuff that they use. It's yeah. not theirs is not haunted. Yeah. Well, it was haunted in a way because Derek was going through and he's like, "All right, well, everything looks good. Everything looks good." And then he was like, "Oh, well, looky here." I'm like, "Oh, what is it? What is it?" And so he looked and he saw what was an old wasp's nest. So he's like, hey, so just so you know, there is an old wasp's nest here. And then as he was looking, he's like, oh, wait, nope, there's a new one next to it. And it's active. Oh, God. No. They that's had terrible. an active wasp nest. Ooh. So they weren't getting into the house, but they were kind it's of in, in, the, in the, the front part of the attic. So I mean, I think feasibly they could have maybe gotten into the house, but they weren't in it. They were like kind of in be- between the wall and the outside. So, yeah. So then did he Derek, take care of that? Yeah, so he sure did. So he went down and got his – it was really interesting. So he goes and he gets like his tank full of whatever the, the stuff is that you're supposed to do because, mm-hmm. you know, each of them is specific for, you know, whatever a pest yeah. they're dealing with. And also like they try to do it the most humane and non-toxic way. Yeah. So ended up um, – yeah, so he went there and sprayed it and he's just like, all right, you got to stay out of this area for a little bit, but it should just kind of take care of itself. So it was good that they caught the problem. Because of Black's Pest Services, before it actually became that's a problem. That's why you have an inspection. Because that's not exactly because that's not something that they're, they're not wandering around looking at the front of their attic, going like, "Hmm, wonder if there's a giant wasp nest like growing." Oh my god, that worries me so much. Yeah, that's why you should get it done. I had a bumblebee nest one time. Well, those aren't bad. Bumblebees are good. Uh, they're when there's that many of them. Yeah. Remember that they were getting into my house. Mm. And every time I would park in my driveway, I'd stir them up, and my car would just be enveloped by bumblebees, by angry bumblebees. Jesus. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. Courtney says that's my worst fear. Yeah. Well, they were able to take care of it, and wasps no more. Cool. Yeah. So then you're walking around. You've got your hat and your my hat and, and your my shirt and your and confidence. Did you go around and do some cold calls? No, no, because then because we were. Oh, man, my name is Claudia. <laughs> I'm from Black's Pistols. No, but actually, what was funny is when uh, when Derek and I were leaving. The um, the restaurant that we had gone to, somebody actually approached him on the street, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I've been thinking about." Uh, Remember, I told you that this would happen. That somebody would approach him and be like, "I've got a bug emergency. I need help immediately." They didn't say bug emergency, but he's just like, "Hey, how do I get a hold of you? Because I, I I'm cur- I want to get your services." And I was like, "Say you heard it on Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> say it." Just tell the guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> get over her. <laughs> cool. Yeah. It was fun, and then I get to ride back in the bug van all the way um, back over to Portland. Do people honk at you? Nobody honked, but I did. Like, I've never really ridden in a professional van before. Yeah. Have you? Uh, yeah, I've driven one before. I mean, I rode in, like, the KUFO, like, the radio station cars. Oh, I never even rode in the radio station cars. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I've ridden in a tow truck. <laughs> Glad we figured this out. But that's about it. Live yeah. Stream. But it was really cool. So um, Derek, we were talking, and he said that um, next time, because he said that um, you could come too if you want, which I think you'd find it really interesting. I think I would. Um, he was saying maybe we get to go to one of the downtown, um, 
there's a downtown building that used to be a public restroom. You should hear him talk about rats. It is the funny. He's just like, oh, and there are so many rats. Oh. So you can go look at rats, which I totally want to see because I didn't see enough rats in New York. Because actually he was like, oh, have such a good time in New York. You know, that's like the, the rat capital of the world. Yeah, isn't it something so, like you're never more than like six feet away from a rat in New yeah. York or something? Yeah, that's what it's supposed like to be. I, and I only saw one. It's like oh. when I went to Alaska and didn't see a moose. Went to New York and barely saw a rat. Yeah, I yeah. saw one. It was cool. Yeah. All right, but anyway, yeah, so that's what I did. So Black's Pest Services, it was just really neat because it's almost educational too. That's cool. Like I learned a lot, and now I know like how to actually check them. I'm like even though I don't have a house, I have an apartment, so I know like where to look and you know what to do if something's happening. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, they are a fine sponsor, and that, that does sound fun. I do want to go. I don't know if I want to go to the rat place, though. I totally want to go to the rat place. I don't place. know if I want to do that. Why not? I want to go in some place I'm not supposed oh, to go in. Oh, is it because anyways, you, but you live in the rat place? I do not stop that. That's why I have them. Call them, 503-723-7957. I actually thought about them when I was in New York, too, because every time I saw a rat box. Because they're yeah. ever because I think I pointed one out to you too. I'm like, look, look, Greg, rat box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll see you, them everywhere. You see, now once you know. you know what they look like, you see them everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, so they were all over there. Wow. But that was fun. All right, but anyway, speaking of things that... I guess you're nervous about. Yeah. Is this something you're actually going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to take the test. Greg, tell the people. the thing is, if it goes through. Well, I mean, I am not the only one because I noticed this because I saw other people posting about this, is that Jeopardy. Yes, Jeopardy is having their open test. And it's happening, I think, pretty soon. Um, is when you get to take it. Uh, I actually, I think I believe I got an email saying that would, would be my it. nightmare to be on Jeopardy. I I am so bad at Jeopardy. Well, that's what I want to talk about. So, I have always wanted to be on that show. Like I love. I'm actually surprised you haven't. It's yet. April 9th and April 10th. Okay, there's three different times I can take it, and that's it. One of them is a week from now. Okay, yeah, you have to take them at specific times, and it's live online. And I've only been able to make it through to one of the tests once, but I didn't get on. Oh, I know. I well, didn't get on. However, I'm so going to take the test to? this time. You're yes. going to. I'm going to take the online test. And, uh, you know, then in theory, I think you... Where does it feel? Is it in, like in Burbank or something? Uh, well, the test is online. No, but I mean, where do oh, they where film? The court? I think so. I think it's in California. Yeah, it must be California. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably probably in Burbank. Um, so do you feel like you're more educated or less educated than the last time you, you took it? The last test? time that I took it, it was when... It was before I interviewed Alex Trebek. All right. Because they had an, a kiosk you do it, which is rare, where you actually could take the test right there. Hmm. So I was in a hurry when I took it. So maybe I just kind of rushed through. Well, you know what? Lucky for you, Greg. I'm at Jeopardy.com, and online they do actually have the tests, like practice tests. Oh, they have practice see. tests? Yeah. So, so for this real? Is, all right. So it begins in 20 seconds. I already just – welcome to the adult practice test. All those practice tests presents only 30 categories and clues as opposed to our usual 50 clue format. It'll give you a good idea of the pacing and difficulty level of the online test. You have 15 seconds to respond to each clue at the end of each 15-second interval. Um, whatever has been typed into the screen will be captured. Do not respond in the form of a question. When the test is over, you'll be able to compare your responses to the correct responses. Are you ready to go? Uh, okay, fine. I don't One, want to do all of them. but go. What is it? This is African-American lit. Oh, no. Literature, anything I'm bad at. Works by this Nobel Prize winner include Song of Solomon, Solomon and Beloved. What are the... What are the uh, uh, bass! Damn it! See, this is why I don't want to do this. Rhyme this is what I'm afraid of. time. An excuse for betraying your government. D- d- reason for treason. 
Reason for treason. Okay. Yep. Colorful terms. Okay. It's the colorful term for misleading clue in a murder mystery. For a misleading clue. Uh, 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 I know this. I'm, a, I'm panicking. Uh, blue? No. Um, God damn it. It's See, red herring. A red herring. Yeah. Oh, wait. The Bible. Of this New Shit. Testament man. See, this is why I don't want to do this in front of people. that his meat was locusts and wild honey. This New Testament man says meat was locusts and wild honey. Adam. I don't know. Adam. All right. Oh, God. Websites. I'm panicking. After a frustrating day of shoe shopping at the mall, Nick Swinburne founded this website. Nick Swinburne uh, founded uh, uh, eBay. Okay. Authors. Why is for yesterday is the last in a series of best-selling mysteries by this author. Sue Grafton. Sue Grafton. Grafton. Yes. I'll give you that one. That oh, is so funny. Oh, it was so Zappos. Funny. Zappos is what the, what Song the place was. Three-word Prince title that follows Why Do We Scream at Each Other? This is what it sounds like. I miss what you said. Uh, it's When Doves Cry. You would know that one. Okay. You know, this the 1990s. Ooh, this is my category. A 1990-91 war in the Middle East was fought in Iraq and this oil-rich nation next door. Kuwait. Six-letter words. This part of speech tells where, when, how, and how much. Where, when, how, and how much? Where, when, how, and how much? What do you mean? This part of speech tells where, when, how, and what? how much. Two seconds. What? I, I'm not understanding. That's okay. what it says. Shakespeare. The most famous speech in As You Like It says, all the world's this. All the world's, uh... <laughs> I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like you reading them to me, and then I panic and have to think about what it is. I need to read them myself. Like, this is nerve-wracking. This is so nerve-wracking to me. U.S. Capitals. The state capital lies at the southern end of Puget Sound. What? Olympia. Bestsellers. In two weeks, Paulo (laughs) Coelho wrote this mega bestseller about a shepherd boy and his dream. About a shepherd boy and his dream? Oh, God. I don't know. The Alchemist. God, this is terrible. This is not fun for me. I hate this. This is why I would be panicking. Because the thing is, if I Rangoon, read this myself, AKA I would know Yangon this. Rangoon, is the country's biggest city. Rangoon, a.k.a. Yangon, is the country's biggest city. Uh, is in... Um, Asian geography. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, it's in... Uh, <laughs> why am I going... Right, it's uh, done. Myanmar. 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 <laughs> Myanmar. Myanmar. Architecture. This type of home with a gable roof is typical of the Swiss Alps. This A-frame? A... I don't know. <laughs> You're doing great. Queens. Elizabeth I and Bloody Mary were both members of this royal house. Tudors. Okay. Colleges and universities. Located in Rhode Island, it's alphabetically first among Ivy League schools. Brown. Okay. Sculpture. Michelangelo's Pieta features these two figures. Oh... Adam and Eve? I think it's Mary and Jesus. Baseball Probably. teams. Yeah, that makes more sense. This West Coast team has won three World Series since the year 2000. By the Giants. Okay. Inventors. In the ni- eight, excuse me, 1850s, he developed the safety elevator. Um, it's probably whoever's... It's, I, I, I'm going to panic and I don't know that. I, I should know that. I'm panicking. I don't know. <laughs> Poets and poetry. The 44 sonnets from the Portuguese by this woman tell of her love for her husband, Robert. 
Pass. I don't even have any idea on that. <laughs> Otis, yes. God damn it. Before I... and after. Game show based on hangman that served as dessert in a Chinese restaurant. Before and after. Game show Fortune based... Fortune cookie. Legal terms. This two-word type of lawsuit involves an individual suing on behalf of a larger group. Class action. Physics. I almost said psychics. And Einstein's famous equation about energy, C is squared and stands for this. Wait, I'm sorry. I was and reading. Einstein's I was famous reading equ- e equals MC squared. What does the C stand for? Mass times uh, <laughs> energy equals mass times. God damn okay, it. it's done. Composers. <laughs> the title character I don't like it. for this Ricoletto freaking me out. You reading court them. jester for the Duke of Mantua. Title, Say it again. The title character of his Rigoletto is court jester for the Duke of Mantua. You would know. Vice presidents. <laughs> there we go. He was sworn in as vice president on March 4th, 1841, and as president April 6th, 1841. Uh, that was Garfield's, Garfield's guy. Um... <laughs> Three seconds. <laughs> Andrew Jackson. Well, I ran out of time. Mountains. At 7,310 feet, Mount Kosciuszko is the highest peak on this smallest continent. Australia. Australia. Okay. Playwrights. This Norwegian playwright wrote A Doll's House and Pier Gent. I don't know. I am really bad with literature. I'm really bad with that. <laughs> this is, um, believe me, I have zero confidence <laughs> left in myself at this point. I had all the confidence in the world. Zoology. This large flightless it. South American bird can weigh over 50 pounds. Flightless South American bird. Emu. Okay. Two more. French class. French for left also means crude. Uh, French for left, it also means crude. Izquierda is... I don't know. 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 I'm panicking. One more. One God more. damn it. Video games. This, last this is one. so frustrating to me. Breath of the Wild was the 2017 installment for this legendary series. Legend of Zelda. God damn it. Okay. I clearly need some practice here. All right. Submit. Okay. I'm, I am going to say, and you're not doing anything wrong, but you reading the questions is very panic-inducing for me. Like, that doesn't – it's not helping me. Um, how I just missed – E equals MC squared. I do not know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. As Courtney says he tried to figure it out by speaking Spanish. I know. I'm trying to get Spanish <laughs> and Italian. I'm like, destra sinestra. <laughs> uh, what is left in French? Um, la gauche. Okay, I didn't know. I don't know my French. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have got that one. What is going to tell me how terrible I am? Yeah, I, now I'm looking. I'm like, okay, Keelan is saying, how is this different from Alex reading the goddamn questions yeah. to you? Okay, there's two things that are different. One, it's not Alex going, okay, quick, hurry, go, and it's it's different. There's a reason he's the one reading the question. Also, I can see what it is. I can. Do you want to take the it. teenager practice it helps test? If I read it. No, I'm not going to do that on air. I will not take the teenager practice one on air. Well, I mean, it was just. I mean, the teenager one's going to be so much easier. I will not. I mean, you might as well just do the teen one just God to show everybody. Damn it. All right, you have 15 seconds to respond to each clue. Well, look, here's the thing. 
What is actually good about this? This is for 13 to 17-year-olds. <laughs> no, I'm not taking that one. <laughs> Let me ask you that one. I, I can't say this. This does make me realize how much I just panicked on just a simple thing <laughs> where I know the answers to not all of those questions by any means, but certainly a lot more that I just got wrong uh, or that I got, got right. Oh, this is easy. Shakespeare called this couple a pair of star-crossed lovers. Romeo and Juliet. I'm not. No, we're not doing this. We're not doing this one. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I am not willing to take that risk. My psyche is not willing to handle that after just after what just happened to it. My uh, I do feel Greg. Put down your microphone. You're my making ego all sorts of clunking noises has just taken a little bit of it, and it's because I know the answers. Yes, Sarah screwed him up by asking the questions, but because it wasn't Alex Trebek's voice. Yes, it wasn't Alex Trebek's soothing voice. That's what I needed in order to answer the questions correctly. Yeah, you hear my voice every day. You would panic even more so if Alex Trebek was reading the the. So I have some work to do. The thing is, uh, uh, See, like the online test. Craig, this is what I like to do. You need to be broken down before you can oh, be built God back up. It. And that's back in your face. All right. Fine. Fine. I'll still take the geography quest. God, I can't even talk anymore. Oh. I'll still take the geography quiz and beat anybody. If they want to do it against me. Well, yeah, but nobody's watching that. the geography show. Nobody's watching that one. No. Nobody wants to see Nobody's like, show. wow, I want to watch a nerd pick out all of the continents. Yep. I, I do really well at that game. <sighs> Speaking of doing well at things, how are you doing at um, no, let's just the pile Tournament it on. of Champions? Let's just pile it all on. Fine. Let's do some ball talk. Oh, you want to do some? Oh, I, I didn't know. think that. It- I don't know. Is your spirit gone? I think you just broke my spirit. I don't think, think I'm responsible listens. for anything. I think if anyone broke, broke their spirit, it's yourself. Well, this was a good test because now I realize what can happen, what the worst case scenario is, and I don't <laughs> want that to happen. I don't want what just happened to me to ever happen again. So I'm going to, I'm going to learn. You're going to grow. I'm going to grow. And I'm going to do with the real thing. Well, I still have to pass the test first. Understand, there's something different being here in this room and having Sarah ask the questions. There's a different feeling to it. Yes, I'm as Greg Nibbler, to let's talk balls. Balls. Uh, to the feeling that you have from all the times you've been on Jeopardy. Because <laughs> it's something so different. <laughs> all right, let's take a look. At the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. Ooh, right now, yes. leading the pack, we have Jeff with Born Here. Born Here. <laughs> because our final four teams are Michigan State, Virginia, Auburn, and Texas Tech. Texas Tech? Why? Who did you call an idiot for picking Texas Tech to I win the tournament, Greg? I said nothing like that. I don't remember that at all. I don't recall anything. However, Jeff cannot score any more points. So um, most likely, Jeff is not going to win. I'll just say that. Most likely, Jeff is not going to win because he has no teams going past this round that are not already in there. And this is what the key thing is right now. So funemploymentradio.com slash TOC. We're talking about the insanity of the month month before April uh, men's basketball tournament. You have to take a look at what your possible points are because there's only three more games. There's three games left. The two final four games and the one championship game. And uh, if you don't have the possibility of more points, most likely you're not going to win. Yeah, because I have for mine, I have Virginia versus Texas Tech. God. And I'm looking at that right now, and I have 139 possible points still available. 
if Virginia and or and Texas Tech both make it into the championship and Texas Tech wins, yes, you will win the Fun Employment Radio <laughs> Tournament of Champions. That's ridiculous. You will win it. God, I cannot believe it. Duke. Um uh, yeah, you've got to – now there's a, other possibilities. If Virginia wins the whole thing, you're def, you're not going to win it because there's more points that are possible in that way. But, yeah, you have the you have the most possible points of anyone, and it's because of that Texas Tech pick. So you, if Texas Tech doesn't win, you're not going to win. If they do win – How much money did we put games, on this? It was $100, well, We did not right? put any money on this. It was $100, you wouldn't take, You wouldn't make a bet because I was so sure you were going to lose. I was w- fully willing to make a bet. I probably would have made a financial bet. Damn it. Just Let's just kick Greg Whitney's down. Anyway, that's where we're at. That's the Fun Employment Radio Tournament. The champions. only people that are doing Yay. good at this right now are just the people who guessed, like me. Yeah, for the most part. Because anyone who's Mm -hmm. educated who actually gives a shit about this, like, would never have picked that. (laughs) I mean, and I'm not even educated about it, but I knew enough not to pick Texas Tech to win, which uh, was wrong. How did that go for you? Uh, Not well. Not well at all. That concludes this edition of Paul Talk. Just leave it at that. I I have a couple stories. Do you want me to do that? Sure. Anything. There has to be some sort of bet or something if I end up winning. Like, I mean, I already beat you. You can't retro do a bet. Well, you still have a chance, right? I mean, don't give up on yourself, Greg. Hi, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Just a little bit of crazy for you today. Uh, of course, you can always tell it's a slow news day. When what, Greg? What do I have for you, Greg? A new Guinness World Record. Oh, boy. Yes, a San Diego school has broken oh, the sandwich-making Guinness Book of World That's a boring records. record. I know, right? Like, they what couldn't even, like, find a slow story, like, more interesting. It was what, like, this one's about sandwiches. What is it? Students at a California school put together 868 sandwich. Actually, this is kind of interesting. 868 sandwiches in three minutes to break a Guinness World Record. So the San Diego Jewish Academy said that the students made a total of 868 sandwiches in the allotted time, doubling the previous record. Well, how many people are involved in this? Of 490. I don't know. How is that impressive? This is not impressive. Wait a minute. minute. Go go back. Tell me how many sandwiches was it? The San Diego Jewish Academy said the students made a total of 868 sandwiches in the allotted time. What is the allotted time? Nearly doubling the previous of 490. What was the allotted time? Greg, it's really not giving me a lot. Just hang on. Because that's two sandwiches a person. Oh, it said in three minutes. So they made two sandwiches a person in three minutes? That's it? I'm. But then you know what they did do, which is pretty awesome? They then uh, brought the sandwiches to a homeless shelter and distributed them to the homeless. Well, fine. Every, free sandwiches are good. Yeah, that's great, but I'm sorry. I'm not impressed if a kid can make two sandwiches in three minutes. Like, what kind of sandwich? 
Peanut butter and jelly. Why are you asking me so many sandwich-specific questions? Well, I want to know more about this record. I mean, you brought up the record. You're bringing a record to the table. I want to know the specifics. Yes, I did bring the record to the table, but I didn't know you'd be, like, nattering on about it. Well, it's just I'm not impressed. Well, obviously, Guinness was impressed. I need to feel better impressed. about myself or something. Oh, that's why. So you want to, like... Yeah, talk down to the children who are making sandwiches to, to give to homeless people. school in San Diego for making their sandwiches for homeless people because they were slow about it. It's not working. All right. Wow, Greg. All right, well, this story is interesting. An owner of a Chicago restaurant has found a hidden vault in his basement that he thinks might contain treasure. Ooh, that's cool. <gasps> the owner of a restaurant in a historic Chicago building says that he discovered an underground vault that could potentially contain a mobster's missing millions. Uh, I've seen this show. Well, this Al guy's Pacino. name is Grant Al- 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 DePorter. Al- you feel a little flustered over so there? Broken. <laughs> what was his name? What was Al Capone's vault? What was that guy's? Geraldo. Geraldo. Uh, Grant DePorter said he was cleaning out some unused space in a corner of the basement at Harakara's restaurant. Harakara. Now, what makes them lead? What led them to believe this was a when he discovered vault? what appeared to be a doorway in the brick that was closed up with newer bricks. Well, he said that he ended up going to the Chicago History Museum, and they had the plans, the original ones for the building. This was, in fact, after he reviewed the original plans, it was. The hidden vault for the building back when it was built. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so DePorter says the building once belonged to mobster Frank the Enforcer Nitty and his wife Annette. Now, Nitty uh, took over for Al Capone when he went to prison, uh, and he died with several millions of dollars unaccounted for. It could be in this vault. Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be cool, but you wouldn't get to keep it, though, would you? I mean, you could say, like, oh, I only found $10,000 in there. The rest of it just wasn't there. Let me just drive away in my Lamborghini. Uh, DePorter says he's hoping to find a uh, a means of exploring what's behind the wall without tearing it down. He's looking into the possibility of using an ultrasound machine before deciding whether or not to break through. Why would he be waiting about this? Totally break through the wall. Yeah, who cares? Maybe he's afraid, like, a mobster's going to kill him or something. Was going to pop out from a... Behind there? Well, not pop out from behind there, but I mean, if he does discover something. How old is this? I mean, how old was this this mobster? Well, it says uh, whenever Al Capone was alive. Oh, yeah. Well, whenever Al Capone. Yeah. No, they're not going to show back up. Like Al Capone's like. No, but don't they have like, aren't there still like mafia things? Well, yeah, but. So don't they have still like family that's in the mafia? And then they were like, hey, that's all millions. I don't know. I thought you knew all about this yeah. stuff, Greg. No, I was don't, that before I don't Jeopardy? think that's going to show up. Was that before you short-circuited your brain? <sighs> so it could contain millions, so I will keep you posted if that is. Mm. All right, and finally, a Texas man's video game collection. Let's just make this a Guinness World Record shit sandwich. Earns himself a Guinness record. How many video games do you think this guy has in order to get the Guinness Book World Records record? It's got to be a lot. Like, what? A thousand. A Texas man who owns a whopping 20,139 video games. That's way too many video games. 
has won a Guinness record after it took eight days to count his collection for the Guinness World Record. Eight days to count his 20,139 video games. Guinness did indeed confirm that Antonio Montiero has the world's largest collection of video games at his home in Richmond, where he keeps his 20,139 games and the more than 100 consoles required to play them all. He said, I'm really finally excited to be sharing this with the world. <laughs> his con- <laughs> wait, wait. All right. His collection includes rarities, such as a Nintendo game released only to the U.S. military. Oh, that's interesting. That is. That is. Now, does he play them or does he keep them all in a box? Is he a box guy? I think he play- He has over 100 consoles, so he plays them all on his different consoles. Well, he also has complete collections of games for consoles, including uh, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, Sega Dreamcast, PSP. Yes, all the games that were P- ever made for those. PS Vita. You know how many games there must be for a PS3? I mean, that's ridiculous. PS Vita, Xbox, Xbox 360, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, GameCube, Wii, and Atari Jaguar. Guinness said that it took them almost eight full days to count the entire collection to verify the record. Now, wait a minute. So somebody's job from the Guinness Book of World Records is their job to fly out and count video games for eight days? Now, I don't know if they have to count them or if they have to insert them to see if like he's played them before. Like I don't know if there has to be proof that you know that he it didn't just collect him, that he's actually played it. What, that they're playable? That's what I'd be interested to find out. I mean, surely some of them are... Well, I don't know. If you collect that many, maybe you keep them in pristine condition, but... Yeah. I mean... And, that's a lot of video games. That is a lot of video games. I mean, even if you just played one for like... So that's definitely one. Like, I know that you love your video games, but you can't even get close to that one. I, I, yeah, I have like 10 video games. What? I, Ten. It's true. I, You know I like video games, but you also know I don't play that many video games. I want to. I have the desire to. But now I clearly need to study Jeopardy tests more, so I'll never be playing video games again because I never want to feel this way again. (sighs) I choked. Damn it. Total (gasps) job. Anyway, that's my world of crazy, my friends. Crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I've definitely learned... You know, I gotta prepare myself better. Maybe it'd be if like I like we're on camera and that. No, I can't even say that. And then what? If we were on Jeopardy, like I would just like whew, get into the zone. I'd have to get into the zone. I right now I would way overthink myself. I mean, as evidence, if this was not enough evidence, you panicked like a lot more than I thought you would. I really panicked. I really just like I'm kind of confused as to what happened over there. Something short-circuited, and I just crumbled. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not proud of it. I mean, it's okay. You're only human. human I got into the zone there for a little bit, and then I panicked again. Then I overthought about it. Oh, man. Send us an email, funemploymentradio.gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. You are all wonderful people. Thank you. Uh, hit that subscribe button. No matter where you get Fun Employment Radio, hit subscribe to make sure that you get every episode when it goes live. And also, please, follow us on all of our stuff. Our That'd Twitters. be fun. Follow us on Twitter, at Fun Radio. On Instagram, Fun Employment Radio. On Facebook, Fun Employment Radio. If you, if you don't mind following, take one second right now. Just hit follow. That would be so awesome. We post so some awesome. good stuff. And or like. 
whatever it or is. Or like or whatever the whatever the deal is that you do. I think it's more it's better to have more likers than followers on Facebook. Oh, we need both. Yes, but we need everything. Both, both of those. Uh, oh yeah, you know all the SEO stuff. Yeah. Followers and likes are both things that we need. So if you already follow, hit the like. If you don't follow, hit follow. Oh boy. And his brain just went. <sighs> Get it back together. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio. Bye friends. I think I said Al Pacino at one point. <laughs> you did. What the hell? You did. God. <laughs>